Hey there, it's Mark from Third Shot Sports, and this is Pickleball Problems. On the show today, we have Pickleball Player 5.0 Pro Single Specialist, but pretty good doubles player too. Adam Stone out of Houston, Texas, and uh, it's a quick call with him, and what we're doing is we're addressing a very specific video that we saw of him playing. Now, if you haven't seen that video, that's okay. Um, We'll give it a little description of it, but uh, he's going to talk a little bit about why when he plays pickleball, even against the pros, he stands pretty upright with his paddle down by his knees. So you're going to want to stay tuned to hear all about Adam Stone and his unique way of getting ready for the ball. Hold tight. In the beginning, we gave you unlimited power and asked just one thing in return. Just one thing. Just keep it in. What were we thinking? Mistakes were made. Lives were lost. But this time, just relax. We've got you covered. Selkirk. Power. Control. No compromise. Hello? Hey, Adam, it's Mark. What's up, Mark? I'm doing pretty well. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Good. I'm watching the, the snow melt in my backyard. No, you're not. Where, where are you? I'm at home. I'm back in Canada. We had, like, oh, okay. the day I left to come to Nationals, we had uh, three feet of snow. It's, uh, <laughs> that's crazy. It's, uh, I'm in Houston at 76. Oh, sounds delightful. <laughs> um, okay, well, I really appreciate you hopping on this call. And uh, like I said, like I took um, a bunch of video, but one of these clips, I think you saw it, is you and Callie Smith playing together. And um, most of the people in our like pickleball instructor forum on Facebook. Huh. Um, oh, okay. I, yeah, cool. like I just, right, it's for like pickleball instructors, and it's not just like, what's your favorite ball to use or like <laughs> I hate tournaments that there's no losers bracket or whatever. It's like, we try to focus on, on like pretty specific technical, tactical, like coaching stuff. Right. Yeah. And so to me, one of the interesting things is when we take the pros and we like show these videos, especially the slow-mo videos and you can see it and it gives instructors of like different levels of experience, a chance to sort of like observe or ask questions or whatever. And so you know, because she's in like the front of the picture and because she's the one sort of most active, most of the people focused on what they saw Callie doing. Um, but there were a few people, yeah, like she does a lot of interesting things right in that video. Um, but a few people did sort of mention you in the background and, you know, for those who haven't seen the video, it's basically like you doing kind of what you do when you play doubles, you stand a little more sort of upright than, uh, most people do, and uh-huh. your pa- your paddle for the most part is not where you know people are often told they should have their paddle, like up near their chest or up near their not, face. But it's actually pretty where, low. Yeah, yeah, not where Cal- not where Callie's is. Not where Callie is. That's, <laughs> that's why I love this. One reason I love this video is it's such like a contrast, right? Yeah, right, um, right. But for you, that's like I mean, that's not just in that video. Like often when I watch you play, that's kind of the look you have, and so. Yeah. I'm wondering if you can say something about, like, why? Why do you stand the way you do? Why is your paddle where it is? Like, what's... Um, let's see. I guess I guess I just kind of 
I used to be a lot more spazzy when I first started. Mm-hmm. And I would even all play shots that, I don't know, especially in mixed or shots that there was no chance I was going to get to or whatever. I would still move my feet and kind of shuffle or like jab steps or things like that. And I guess I started to feel like it would make me more tired and I wasn't getting really any benefit out of it. So I basically hold in a little bit more than I used to and I'll be relatively straight up and I'll do a slight little hunch and a slight little knee bend when my opponent's making contact or close to when my opponent's making contact. Mm-hmm. And then if I if I really read a good shot by my opponent or some imbalance, I mean a good shot by my partner or some imbalance in my opponent, then I might do a little shuffle or something a little more aggressive movement-wise in the middle to possibly cut that ball off. But, right. So it sounds like it's like a, it's sort of like an efficiency kind of thing, right? Like with all this yeah, extra I, movement, the way you described at the start, you're like, why am I doing this? The ball's not even coming to me. I don't need to move like that. Right. That, that, that's, that's definitely part of it. Uh, like I said, I was quite spazzy and I, I feel like my footwork is one of my better attributes. And uh, so I was just initially inclined to just kind of go crazy with my footwork and be all over the place. But the more I play, I think the more it's completely fine to be calm and pick your spots with your explosive movement as opposed to doing it all the time. Right. So it's being a bit more selective. Yeah, Um, correct. And, and, And also when you kind of spaz to the middle every time or constantly shuffling, they might be a little more aware or a little more conscious of it. And if you pick your spots a little bit better, you can probably catch them off guard a little bit better too. Well, so that was sort of, that was my next question. It's something that one of the instructors brought up, whether, you know, you sort of standing the way you do, right. That, that a little more upright look, that paddle a bit more down. Um, someone was guessing maybe this was like a way of kind of baiting your opponents, making them think like, Hey, look at stone. That guy's like checked mentally checked out. This would be a good time to hit at him baiting them, especially like, let's say they're picking on your partner, whether it's Callie or Uh someone else is Uh like sort of like playing possum, right? Making them think there's an opportunity by hitting to you. But in fact, you're just like waiting to pounce. Yeah. I I, I totally agree with that. And I think the person, one of the people that is the best at that is Bubba. Right. He's very, very loose and very kind of flowy with his movement, and he has his paddle down a lot, and he looks he looks almost disinterested sometimes. And so I think that that can definitely cause a trigger pull or a an attack on not the most ideal ball if your opponent feels like you're looking that way, definitely. Right. And so for those who don't know, Bubba is Randall Zabinden. Um, uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Not everyone knows. Um, right. And so that to me is like one of the interesting things, right? There's this whole like cat and mouse aspect of pickleball as, you know, as one shot evolves and that means the shot before evolves. And as right, that shot right. evolves, it means the thing before that evolves. And so, so much of what makes good pickleball players, good pickleball players is not what they're doing when they've got the ball. Right. That's like the sexy thing that everyone pays attention to. Right. But it's what they do. But it's what they do when they don't have the ball. Right. And whether that's baiting your opponent, whether that's, I don't know, let's say there's a middle ball sort of like stepping away from it to kind of like communicate to your partner that you're not hitting it. 
right? It's yeah, all of right. these like oh. these yeah. little things when you don't have the ball that often sort of spell the difference between like having success or not. Oh, for sure. I, I think there's definitely some uh, merit to that. And, you know, I mean, if if you're playing mixed or possibly men's and your partner's just not having a good day, you know, those situations arise where, you know, you're getting one for every four or five that they're getting. So you might as well try to get some benefit out of or think of some strategies that you can use without the ball because you're probably not going to get it that particular day. So I I think there's definitely something to that. Okay. So my last question then, so if people are listening to this, then they're like, let's think of like your average rec player, right? The three Oh three, five player. Um, they're out there like, okay, I see what Adam stone's doing. He stands, he makes it look like he's not really paying attention or not really ready, but really he's ready to pounce. Um, is this something that the average player can start to incorporate in their own game? Um, I would say maybe a little bit. Uh, I, I, I'm all about, you know, just keeping it simple and having a base of consistency before you start, uh, you know, trying crazy stuff or doing spins or, you know, doing all kinds of uh, weird speed ups and things like that. But uh, I definitely think that they're, is a place for it but you know also when you're looking like that you you better have you better have good hands and you better be able to get your paddle up when you need to and i don't think that i've had an issue with that so far so um right so that, that I, that's like the, that's the downside right is that the yeah, hand speed yeah, like sure. if your paddle's down by your knees and all of a sudden your opponent from 15 feet away flicks it at your chest like right. you've got to be able to come up with the goods right and get the paddle sure. up and I, in time it, Exactly. And I feel like that has not been an issue for me. And mm-hmm. maybe if there is someone that gives me trouble or I'm late getting up, I might have to adjust my paddle position a little bit, but that hasn't quite happened yet. And I just feel like when the recovery speed from my paddle being low to being where it needs to be is, uh, is fine and the lateral movement and the quickness I get from it being lower, I think is the is the bigger benefit for me right now. Yeah, we've talked before about how, uh, I mean, one of the benefits of having that paddle down lower is now the center of gravity is a little bit lower. And if your yeah, center of gravity is a bit lower, sure. it's easier to move quickly one way or the other, whereas the higher that center of gravity gets pulled up by the paddle, uh, yeah, that I explosive totally, movement is a bit tougher. I totally agree with that. And I've even not tinkered a lot, but tinkered a little bit with it. And it feels a little more awkward to me when I'm taking a jab step or I'm a bit out of position and need to recover. I do feel a bit slower with my lower body when my, when my paddle is a little more up as opposed to lower by my hips. Yeah. Awesome. Um, well, this is perfect. I think it's going to, you know, better than, than me guessing or having the other instructors guess what's going on. I really appreciate you letting us know. Uh, no worries. So, uh, so, so there's a pickleball instructor thing, and you guys just make posts and talk about it uh, on Facebook. Yeah. So if you look it up, it's pickleball instructor forum. Uh, you know, you got to apply okay. to join. I'll, I'll consider admitting you if you want to <laughs> become a member. But, <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Like it's. I mean, it's pretty varied and it's cool. And the thing uh, I was trying to do was make it not just a general pickleball forum, but a place where people who are either coaching professionally, coaching as a volunteer or thinking about doing some instructing. Um, okay, it's a cool. way to sort of provide some questions and answers and all sorts of neat things. So 
yeah right. we'd love cool. to have you I and anyone else who's hearing it it's uh it's really great when we have like especially when we have pros who are joining because they can offer um often often insight that uh non-pros can't gotcha all right Sweet. well uh ha- yeah happy to do it I'll, I'll go check that out see what's going right. on over there great well enjoy your very comfortable high 70s and uh <laughs> i'm gonna go finish shoveling my deck all right sounds good uh oh. we'll i'm sure we'll see you soon right? all right sounds good thanks adam Later. Bye. All right, that's it for this episode of Pickleball Problems. Thanks to Adam Stone for joining us, and thanks to you for listening. We're going to be back soon with more Pickleball Problems. Until then, see you next time.